I want to make sure you can see me. I can see part of you. <laughs> I can see your I shoulder. Can you see both of us? Because I want you to know it's really me talking and not it's someone me. using my cell phone to text you. That's scary. That oh, happens. That's like in the that's mo- like in the movie. Oh, <laughs> I'm segueing. I'm segueing. <laughs> I was like, that's just scary. <laughs> yeah, it is, and I've got a. It is. I've got a movie to to proselytize about. Proselytize. It's called Scream. Heard of it. Um, hello. Uh, hi. Hello. Hi, Miss Kira. Oh my God. Hi. hi. And who else? Who's that? <gasps> Zach. Hello. I didn't see hello, you. Hello. It's me. <laughs> Would you like to introduce yourself, Zachary? <laughs> no. Hi. So gentle. Um, We're yeah. I don't host luck. this show. You don't what? I don't host this show. He said, I don't listen to the show. And I, I barely like, host this show. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't listen oh my to God. that. You know We're I do. Back. We're back. It's still cold out. Um, God, it's colder than ever. And time. Who is she? Don't know her. It was single digit today. It was. Is. Is, yeah, like another trio returning. <gasps> oh, <laughs> get it? Get like it? Scream? <laughs> Wait, who's who's who? Who's who in the? I feel like you're Sydney. Say Zach. it. Oh wow, I agree. Can I so... be the chunky heeled boots that she wears? Does she? Yes, I believe you, but I just didn't. The sensible mom boots. Of being stalked and almost murdered, she's still wearing a chunky heel. Uh, but I mean, I, she can I move. sturdy. She can move and groove in them. Would you say, Zach? I she's said wearing. they are sturdy. <laughs> you inspected them. I mean, you a chunky them. boot is usually pretty sturdy. I think. Chunk boot. Chunk boot. That's a name. That could be a name. That Cody, is a I think you're Gale. Drag name. <laughs> oh no, Cody, he's, he's absolutely Gale. I, oh which makes Kira, that makes I'm you so Dewey. Sorry. Am I Dewey? But honestly, that's a little... There's parts of that that are accurate. Just the, like, aloof, like... You're a cop. Uh, yeah. the, I am a cop, and I have a mustache. <laughs> How is the police academy going? Oh, it's great. It's great. I'm learning so much about laws and guns. You love that. You know, that... You're, you I joke. I feel it. like that's probably what it is. I mean, you do have to learn the laws, and you do have to learn how to use a gun. So I, I, I don't think I was far off. Cool. Breaking news here. <laughs> anyway, um, we are approaching this, this with podcast. as much inside information as Joe Rogan approaches everything on his podcast. If not more, I, I have more. notes. He's here. Today, do you have notes so about please, Police Academy? He's on the yes. episode. <laughs> yeah. So if you've been listening, you will know that whenever we do a scream movie by royal decree and threat of violence, Zachary wow. guests on the show. I'm choosing to read that as by bi by royal yeah! decree. Oh, put the crown on the head. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but he's. <laughs> you're always here for Scream. I am. I love these movies. You make me I was me really excited. <laughs> Go off. <laughs> Go off, um, sis. So, yeah, we saw this movie in theaters about a few days ago, and we, we didn't did. talk about it afterwards, at least with you, because Zach and I talked no. about it. No. I, which I love when I do that with y'all. Like, if we, when we see a movie, we just go, all right, well, I'll see you later. Like, well, we just don't make say anything Uber. about it. Bye. Yeah, and like, like, we literally have never met before, and we're leaving a theater yeah. together. Yeah. Like strangers. Um, so, I guess we have to uh, come out on how we feel. 
Oh, God. Um, the pressure. No, honestly, I wasn't in love with it. I didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't like, it just didn't really do much for me. Um, I liked feeling included because we knew this world. Yes. Mm. You know? Um, and it The movie speaks cute. to you very much. Yeah, it was very much It looks like, at you and goes, we love you. It goes, Kira. Mm-hmm. Hey, girl. <laughs> hey, Kira. Hey. They show a photo of me as a child. <laughs> and they say my name. And they go, <laughs> you grew up on this street. In Brentwood, and we know exactly it's just the movie fully doxes you. Oh my god! <laughs> Honestly, that would have been a little more com- interesting for me. Um, <laughs> uh, so that's just my like first first remarks. Um, yeah, Millie, what do you think about it? Um, you go next. I feel like you're just just go. Okay. <laughs> um, I really liked it. I had a good time. I thought it was really smart in some ways and just genuinely entertaining. I thought the twists were um, compelling. I thought the new characters were successful and had a lot of pathos. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was just well done. Like a nice steak. Yeah. Well, mm. no, well, don't, don't, don't well eat done. your steaks. No, well you done. want it bloody. Like, like scream. scream. This was a bloody oh, movie. Yeah. There was a lot of violence My in the war. Yes, um, um, he got stabbed in the neck, through the neck. That was, okay, I have thoughts about that one, because it's, it really, our audience made a noise when that happened. Yeah, well, tell us your just general thoughts. About okay, fine, I will tell you. Um, I, I'm <laughs> Spill like, it, I'm right, sister. We're dying to know. <laughs> I'm right in the middle of you two, I think, which is why I said you go, because I feel like mm. I had a feeling. I'm right in the middle. I liked it, I didn't love it. I think the movie, for the most part, like, it's just okay, and then the last chunk in the house is great. Like, my read on the movie, my statement is that I think it has the best third act, like, ending since the original. I would probably agree four. with that. Yeah. I don't know, the third act in four is also really good. It's very good, but I prefer this one. Fair. That's just me. Um, I think it's a little... I'm, ugh, I'm of two minds about the old characters coming back because i feel like on one hand i'm glad they weren't the stars of the movie i think that's interesting Mm -hmm. um and i think that uh is a smart way to like approach and to to give a new approach to this movie which is and they talk about this in the movie but it's like this close to being a complete reboot Um, yeah yeah you know the title the amount of time spent with the main characters like this is by far the movie where they're in the least and on the other hand, I think it's a little bit of a missed opportunity when they're brought back because I feel like they're not used as well as they are in any of the other movies, arguably. I think they, this movie, especially with Gale and especially Sydney, there's the most little change from movie to movie than there's than any other movie. Like, I feel like they're in a... We talked about this and I yeah. disagree. <laughs> I feel like they're... They don't... Not much changes for them. The, the world changes around them. And I don't necessarily need characters who are, you know, at a certain point in their life, been doing this that this many times to, like, have a new realization about life or whatever. Your cast is walking back and forth. She's such a little bitch. She's she, not even she doing knows, anything. She's just walking. She know, no, but she she knows. Like she knows this it. is intrusive, and I'm holding down my microphone with one hand. Does she want attention? Oh, she absolutely wants attention, but she wants Cute. like aggressive attention. It's it, but it's never enough. 
cute. It's never enough. I'm never enough. Never but enough. ignore me. Don't look at me. Um, Don't look at us. But anyway, I, yeah, I just think they, there's not much for them to do. And again, that's okay. Like, it's a new movie. There's new characters, blah, blah, blah. But it's a little bit like, what are they doing here? Now you tell me you're, because <laughs> you are looking very disagreed. No, I was listening. Yeah. Um, but we, you know, like Cody said, we did have the longest talk about, like, the use of the legacy characters, so to speak, in the movie, which, you know, people can listen to the other four episodes on the screen (laughs) movies to hear my thoughts on Sidney Prescott. But, um, (laughs) you know, I think there is a big jump. I just think it's done really efficiently. Like, the storytelling and the character development between movies for her and Gail is done a lot more off-screen than Dewey's growth, which I also think, you know in talking about the characters and how they're utilized in these movies. In this movie, I think, weirdly, you, the movie makes reference to Star Wars and the, the new Star Wars movies quite mm-hmm. a bit. And in a weird way, this almost feels like Force Awakens, where, Definitely. Um, you know, in that movie, not to spoil that, if you haven't seen Force Awakens, <laughs> <laughs> you should, but um, Han Solo gets that. the most to do, <laughs> and then he dies, and Dewey gets the most to do, and then he dies. But yes. there's a lot of growth in between the lines, and mm-hmm. I think that the way that Sydney has a family now and is living far away from Woodsboro and, like never plans on returning and the way Gail is is having success and you have that line about how she would have chosen Dewey if given the option but Dewey's the one who made the decision I don't know I find that all very compelling but like you said if they were more focal to the movie it would have pulled focus from the main plot which I was glad that they didn't do because it kept it feeling like brisk and purposeful purposeful yeah yeah I think if they had been more focal the balance of the movie would have been off. It would have been more like Scream 4, which was something that was already done. Right. Which I think I like better than this movie. I And I the way I say it, not to, you know, we can talk about this later, but I think it's probably my ranking has this right below 4, right above 3. So, like, my second least favorite of the series, but I still liked it. I was going to ask, what were you saying about Dewey, Zach? You said uh, choosing Dewey? What were you saying? Um, there's the line between Dewey and Gail where, um, Gail reveals that while they were married, when oh. she got offered the job and they moved to New York or uh, New York, New York, right? I think, yeah. um, that she wanted to make things work and he was the one who, who said that he was leaving her. Right. Um, he couldn't do New York. Yeah. And she reveals that, you know, if he would have talked to her, she would have moved back to Woodsboro with him. And he's like, I know. That's why I didn't tell you because, oh. you know, I knew oh. that you didn't want to be in Woodsboro. Yeah. You wanted to be with me, but I just couldn't be away from Woodsboro. Oh, okay. For some reason, my brain mixed up the names and I was like, a scene. I thought you were implying there was a scene between um, Sydney and Dewey about. Oh, like, God. <laughs> About their like, I always mm-hmm. had a thing for you, Sid. Yeah, yeah like, uh, oh, oh my god, so creepy. Um, but yeah, my apologies. Sorry, I was like, wait a second, okay. did I miss something? Hold, very hold on, hold on. Importante. <laughs> you just you just like passed out for two seconds during the movie and missed a hypercritical <laughs> plot point. Yeah, you didn't see their sex scene. What? It was really graphic. <laughs> oh my! You did go to the bathroom one point, so you might have she missed. She said, all you know. "Give me, yeah, a, I'm gonna." have a mustache ride and he said okay and then they showed the whole thing and he said okay (laughs) 
from putting on the condom to uh-huh. you know washing up after it was honestly it was educational more right than yeah. well she you're supposed to pee afterwards you don't get a uti you know we mm-hmm. all know that thanks to scream please pee please pee afterwards please pee <laughs> please pee please I don't um, like this. I, something there were like little things I liked. I can't think of a whole lot right now, but in this moment, <laughs> I do want to re- bring up because I had talked about this in a previous um, episode when we talked about one of the previous screen movies. Um, they show Dewey's like house, and he they show that he has Tatum's um, ashes. Yes, oh. I didn't notice it in the movie, but I was reading about it afterwards. Because I felt like they were like, "Look at this!" It was very. Well, I guess I'm just really smart and observational. So oh my god! It was you easy are. for me okay. <laughs> as I as I asked you to repeat what you said to me. <laughs> Which character Wait, did what? What did you literally just say? <laughs> Wait, and I, I saw wonder. Scream four. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I wonder if um like her ashes being in this like yes it's and this movie's the movie's full of little like nods and references for the fans and like that's uh-huh. all well and good it's fun mm-hmm. to notice. But I wonder if that's also, like, a response to, like, we even say this in other episodes yeah. about how he doesn't mention her at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's his dead sister, as a, and dead because of these murders. And, like, she never gets brought up again when, you know, it keeps happening over and over again to him and people around him. And you never think, yeah. he's never like, and it's just like, Rose McGowan's character's name. Remember um, my sister was cut in half? Everyone at garage door. Like, she, he's never, like, looking at garages like and this. going, oh, like, he, there's, like, <laughs> yeah. there's very little imprint on him, it seems, for his sister's death. Mm-hmm. Even in the movie itself, which, like, he doesn't ever, like, run past the body and go, like, oh, my God, my sister. But, you know. I don't know. My sister! It almost yeah. feels like they're, like, we have to keep moving. Like, they don't really ever talk about, uh, except for the legacy of the killers, the past is not talked about very much in the the Scream sequels. Like, I feel like it's always in reference to, like, and this is just, like, Billy and Stu is never, like... Yeah. It, I mean, I it's know. almost Maybe like the person who originated the character, like, spoke up about someone being... Oh! We've well, talked about this. True. I don't know check if that was happening the, during the when the movies were coming out, but, like, I don't know if her, she was making statements at that time, but... Sure, sure, But sure. she didn't play ball. She like didn't play famously. along. Yeah. I wonder if it was like, you won't even get mentioned in death, which is like. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's really specific, but I mean, it true. does. It is an interesting kawankadonk. That's true. <laughs> I mean, that is I, true. I think honestly, you're probably right. Is that. Maybe, but I feel like they don't mention a lot of other past things. That, that one feels the most suspect because there's a character that's related to her who's in all the other movies. Yeah. So. Well, this one does kind of make reference to him being like, you know, I know what, what you're going through um, towards, um, I did forget the main character's name. Yeah, I cannot <laughs> keep track of the names of the new Samantha. Samantha Sam, it's, yes. It's, it's Samantha Carpenter, like John you Carpenter, really, you yes. fucking bitch. What? Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, Kira. Whoa. But <laughs> yes, he makes a mention, he makes a mention to her after her sister's been attacked yes. and, uh. Is like I understand what you're going through, probably more than most. Okay, um, that's smart. That's smart. Yeah, reading. that's smart. Um, yeah, Mel- the same carpenter played by Melissa Barrera from In the Heights, the movie. Mm-hmm. I liked her in this. She was good. Yeah, yeah. I liked her in the Heights. What did I thought you the think sister of- was great. Yes, that's what everybody's Tara. saying. Yes, that's what everybody's saying. Jenna Ortega. Well, the- and more things. More things I liked about this movie. We had. A cast that was actually a little diverse, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we had 
final women in both the sense that we had multiple survivors who were women, but also yeah. we had survivors who were like older ladies. Um, and also there was <laughs> a little bit, there were old biddies and um, <laughs> we had like some queer representation that didn't mm-hmm. seem exploitive. Yes. It didn't seem exploitive and it didn't seem like a joke. Or like cute, or yeah. very much like like when Disney does that, and you're like, shut up! Like whenever yeah. there's Yay. like a character who's like, <laughs> yeah, who's like wearing a dress, and you're like, oh, I guess that's and a harness, for us. <laughs> <laughs> just a subtle little dog collar, just something for the boys. <laughs> he has a handkerchief in his back pocket. <laughs> yeah, it was like, true. I remember like... that from Gaston in the original, but okay, girl, work, you're missing. <laughs> remember Gaston wearing a cod piece. Why is Prince Eric wearing a pup <laughs> mask? Say, they go way too far and Sebastian's like into pup play. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Oh my god. This is kind oh my of god, Flounder's wearing a chastity cage. <laughs> Under the Sea is about poppers. I don't know. Um. Oh my god. Yes, I agree with all that. I thought it was well apportioned. And it, but it, it not only felt like correct and representative of like, you know, what our world's actually like. It felt proper to like the younger Gen Z crowd that's in this movie and like are even named like at one point one of the characters goes like sorry Gen Z and like I mean (laughs) you know not say like Gen Z is the first (laughs) group of you know young people to have like non-white straight people (laughs) like that's obviously not true but I feel like it's very like epitomized of their impression on pop culture if that makes sense Mm. So it felt like right to the accuracy of the youth in this movie for them Word. to be like vocally like queer and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Gen Z invented like, gay is what I'm ooh, saying. They invented gay. They invented Gen Z through the freedom of body. <laughs> 60s, don't know her. Ancient Greece, no. flop. Flop. I mean, they kind of did flop if you think about it. They did, Their yeah. Society did collapse. Oops. That means that Sorry. we can too. You want? They did it. That means there's hope for us. And if that's exciting to any of you listeners right now, look out your window. <laughs> just just blink twice with Molotov cocktails <laughs> and no clothes. But it's actually just a um, cocktail. It's just a cocktail. Yeah, yeah. from the region of Molotov. It's actually just a DVD of Cocktail starring okay. Tom Cruise. A DVD. Molotov, Nobody Chava. Molotov. Molotov. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at the bar mitzvah Molotov. boy. Molotov. <laughs> <laughs> and you just throw one at the uh, the Torah. The <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> very sacrilegious. Yes. <laughs> but very cool. <laughs> I'll let you make this joke. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Yes, Kira, I I agree. And the thing about the end with there being like multiple survivors is, I think, really refreshing, especially after Halloween Kills, a movie that I didn't hate, um, even though a lot of people did. But there's such a high body count in that movie that it's like from like consequential characters. Yeah, it's like disgusting. Mm -hmm. Actually, Um, like (laughs) if I think about it too long, I start getting queasy. But this, you know, there's a couple of really like like hard to watch deaths but um for the most part a lot of the characters who are attacked live and survive um which is a complete deviation from the norm of horror movies and scream as a franchise you know we get the cold open that character lives you know we get the massacre at the end and 
it didn't seem like any of them actually died no, except, for, except the for the killers. killers. Right, because the football guy who gets has the he first chase, he's at, at the end, he's on a gurney, he's like being wheeled out. Like, not on a gurney, he's on a stretcher. Yes. And Notably the, the, on a stretcher, not a gurney. The big, strong man. The, <laughs> the, the brother? The brother? Yeah. Mason Gooding, yeah. Oh, so he did live. Okay, I wasn't... It, yeah, it's Because it, they, they make a point to cover dead bodies in the movie with a sheet, and then he a is... And he a is, shit. Um, yeah. yeah, shit. They don't disrespect the dead. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get some shit over here? Um, but they wheel him out on a stretcher, and yes, um, and he's fine. And it's really gotcha. quick, and it reminded me of at the end of the first one when Dewey is suddenly okay, and you're like, oh, mm. okay, yeah. Oh yes, dare us not forget. Mm. He right. almost died in the first one, and they said, "Don't do that." They said, "No, no, no." The fans love him. Um, we love a mustache. It's true. Uh, and yeah, the only people who die are the two killers and that the the sheriff from the last movie, her yes. son and her, and David Arquette. Spoilers. <laughs> oh my <laughs> just god. Just list the people who die. <laughs> whatever. Um, we sh- maybe we should just put something at the beginning of the episode. Whatever. I'll put it in the... Whatever, it's fine. If you listen to this, I don't know. spoil you. What? Yeah. I'm tired. What? I'm very scream more like spoil. Scream more like uh, <laughs> my dream. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, because everybody else who gets attacked survives, which is unusual, and I also don't hate it. But re- notably, though, this is the only scream where the opening scene person survives, which I find really yes. interesting. I also yeah. find it interesting. I'm here for to it. the point where when it when it, the scene ended. I was like, oh, she's dead. Me too. And then the sister gets mm-hmm. the phone call, mm-hmm. and they're explicitly like, she's in the hospital. And you're like, oh, that's interesting. But it's necessary to get her to go there to the town yeah. to, like, you know, for the killer's plan to work. Yes. Do Do you want to go through the the kills or the attempted kills? That's smart. Or? Yes, let's do that. I don't I don't have the information in front of me, so I, just I think have I could probably wing it. Yeah. Um, we could scream it. Nope. Yeah, my smart brain. So, like we said already, the opening scene is the one that's been used in a lot of like campaign marketing trailers and such. Yes, it's got a little smart house app situation. Character's name is Tara. Yes, that is a scary moment. Yeah. Oh, so what did you think of it as like an opening scene? Because like this series is known for its opening scenes. I mean, the original is like the best of all time. Not even in just like horror, just like the best. And Um, like they make a point of pride in having. Pretty memorable ones, except for the third one. But I mean, there is something so magical about the first first one. Like mm-hmm. it's so cuckoo bananas, like drama conflama. Um, but as a premise, I like that the idea of like it's like the smart alarm, so smart locking system, like unlocking. Because I just feel like that resonates. <laughs> like I don't know. I was. I just feel like I would have right. that fear if I had that kind of system in my house. Mm. And I, I think, you know, it's a nice way to, like, bring it to the 21st century. <laughs> um, and the fact that she does live, I'm uh, uh, going back to that, I'm very glad she does because, yeah, it does get kind of predictable. You're like, okay, well, I guess she's going to get stabbed. Like, oh, what a shocker. So I'm glad that, you know, I mean, she still gets stabbed, but she she lives, <laughs> baby. Yeah. Well, and, but the the fact that it is, like, a smart house, like, powered by apps, and it's... So it's like kind of like a ring doorbell situation. Like it's it's like an out, but I don't think it's a critique of that. And I think that'd be a little bit hackneyed to be like, 
oh, social media houses. Like, it's kind of just like, this is what people's houses are like now. Although, yeah. do people have smart locking devices like that on phones? I've never... Probably. Girl, I, mean, I, I live know. in very much not a house, so I couldn't tell you, but... We're very much all, I mean, not my house. Not no. at that income bracket, honey. No. <laughs> That's, I mean, I a key, also, like an old-fashioned person. <laughs> this universe, I feel like, is also, it's like very rich California. I mean, like that, the the third act house, which we see again insane. in this movie, is like mm-hmm. insane. I'm like, no one I knew had houses like that growing up. Or I mean, just yeah. in my town, yeah, but none of my friends. So I don't know. Yeah, it's a gorgeous house. It's real pretty. Yeah, I think um, the interesting thing about the opening scene in this is that, you know, thinking back to it, I'm so used to not really having to pay attention for, like, context clues or anything in the opening scene. It's all about, like, the thrill and, like, the theme park, like, opening, setting the stage for the rest of the movie. Mm -hmm. But in this one, we're actually getting hints and stuff about the rest of the movie. And it's a lot of table setting for the characters that we're going to spend the rest of the film with. So, you know, she makes mention of Amber. That's who she's texting with. Uh And Uh they talk about Wes, who's the guy Mm -hmm. who's interested in her and the friend group, blah, blah, Uh blah. And then the reveal of uh, that it's that she gets the answer wrong because it's two killers, not one. And then <gasps> in the scene, it, it seems like there's two killers at the house with her. Definitely. But, but also, well, that doesn't really make sense because he would still be in wherever the hell they were. I would have but, the same thought. Okay, because, I'm glad I'm okay, not the Yes, law. and this is my hypothesis. So, again, spoilers. The killers are her boyfriend, Richie. Uh, not her boyfriend. Her sister's boyfriend, Sam. Richie. Sam. Mm-hmm. Sam's boyfriend, Reggie, played by Jack Quaid, <laughs> son of Dennis and Meg Ryan. And uh, the other killer is Amber. Nephew of Randy. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, and the other killer is Amber. The bestie. The Right. Her best friend. The one that the... Okay. And in... Okay. So the opening scene is the killer, like, showing what, like, appears to be, like, a FaceTime of yes. Amber from her window. Right. And it's like, yeah. I'm going to get her. And then at the same time, there's somebody chasing her in her house. So, yes. but there's no way it can be Richie because he has to be out of town with Sam. Yeah. Because they, they make a point to be like, Sam ran away from home or whatever. It's like, she has severed bonds with her family. She doesn't live very close. They like have a, they have to drive to get there like a decent way. So my thought was, the opening scene is entirely Amber. Richie's not involved at all. Damn, Amber girl. like filmed a video of herself from okay. outside her window. Or Richie filmed a video at another time and like whatever. Yeah. I don't know. That's the only way for it to make sense. Yeah. Okay. It, uh, that's just frustrating because I remember there was like graphics that showed it to be a FaceTime call. Like it wasn't a video. And oh. so there's like Maybe. no way, but but I mean, who, who knows? They I mean, also don't know like hacked and... her house system, so who knows? Like maybe they're smart at like computers or something. They do say that they met on Reddit, so maybe they. True. Like, I don't know. Not everybody on, everybody on Reddit knows how to do things, not. but you know they could have. <laughs> you go to the Care Bear subreddit and be like, "Who can hack a house? <laughs> Let me in." So I'm trying to hack a house. Yeah, you're all smart, right? You're on the internet. So that's the first. Like again, it's not a kill, but it's like a chase. <laughs> yeah, and she do get sad a lot of times. She oh her leg, yeah, because it's girl on girl. Yeah. Um, oh. For the boys, <laughs> um, <laughs> Jesus. Something for the men. Yeah, he breaks her leg and stabs her in the back body. <laughs> Somewhere. Arm? 
Yeah, somewhere. I don't think it's even the back, because that would be, like, spine. And she's, like, mostly fine, except for her leg. I don't know. She gets stabbed. Her head? Yeah. Her ear? I don't know. No, stop. <laughs> no you're no, just picking. No, he's, like, stabbing he at her, her hair? <laughs> some part of her torso. Yeah. Because it's, but like, like, it was so many times, and it was, like, that aggressive, like, stab, yeah. stab, stab. Right. I was like, oh, this but bitch it, is, is dead. But she it had to be away. decidedly non-fatal, which is kind of wild. Um, okay. Because well, they had to get... The sister. There's a lot of non-fatal stabs in this movie, but also I I do think that movies have made it underestimated how many times you actually have to get stabbed to die. It's yeah, kind of I hard think to kill. West Side Story one time yeah. and you're dead. <laughs> yes. Historically accurate West Side Story. It it's just true. takes one stab. Well, like West Side <laughs> History because it's true. West Side I think um, that. With modern medicine, and again, I've never been stabbed. Uh, just throwing that out. Yeah, I'll actually. Good knife. Yeah, I'll go um, I've never been stabbed in my stomach, but I do think it takes a lot to actually kill somebody with a knife. Because um, it has yeah, to be okay, a bleeding out kind of wound. Yes. You, it's not like a gunshot that's going to sever. I mean, I guess you could stab with like a heart. Right. Yeah. I don't know, we're getting it's getting dark here, but that would be like we're, we're hard because you have to stab through bone. It's hard, or like an artery. I'm sure if you like, yes. right? But again, that's, an right, that's bleeding out. Right. Oh, so oh, I'm I'm a liar. Yeah. So you're so oh, you didn't go to medical school. <laughs> oh, you didn't spend a- a- ten to eight years. Ten to eight. Ten to eight. <laughs> <laughs> I sentenced you to prison. Twenty five to two years. <laughs> Somewhere in there. Um. But yeah, I mean, like, she makes it, after all, which yeah. is kind of refreshing. I don't know. I don't, I don't I that I want it. people to not die in horror movies. It's like, that's part of, you know, why It's just surprising. Up, it's a, it's a, a subversion a of subversion. your expectation. It takes the table and it goes... Mm-hmm. They said, turned. you thought. And we said, yeah. yeah, we did. We did think. We did. We did think. So yeah, that brings her sister, Sam, and her boyfriend, Richie, to Haddonfield. Um, not Haddonfield. No. Ah! <laughs> That's Woodsboro. Fuck. Woodsboro. Woodsboro. Damn it. Whatever. I'm giving um, you the sorry, this is a PG podcast. Can oh, you... darn. Shoot. Watch um, fucking mouth. Chl- we just watched a documentary on Mormons for the Sundance. And, um, oh, my God. It was called The Mission. And it followed them on missions to Finland. And at one That's point, he was like, he, the kid wanted to curse clearly so badly. But instead, he said flippin'. And he was like, you flippin', mom. It was so weird. Wow. <laughs> he was like, it was really her. funny. <laughs> like, is it? So that brings Sam and Richie to Woodsboro to yes. be by to the, the side of her sister to, to the, the hospital. hospital. And they meet all the friends who Sam babysat when they were younger. And Right. Which is a, a little of... bit of a Halloween nod, you could say. Yes. 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 There's a bunch of handsome young people. <laughs> <laughs> what a handsome bunch they are. A handsome, diverse group of young people. I'm sure they would be photographed for an admissions brochure if they went to college. Oh my god. <laughs> they would. Yes. Come to our campus. We love everybody. We, we get we get like a little nod to the first movie with them hanging out outside the school the next day. Yes. Mm-hmm. T- talking by, I don't think it's a fountain necessarily. Well, the fountain's in the first movie. Right. But it sure yeah. feels like it's a fountain. Yeah. Fountain. It's got fountain like energy. As it's fountain presenting. <laughs> Big fountain energy. Big fountain BFE. Um, my favorite Roald Dahl book. Uh, but. <laughs> AFAB, a sound fount- fountain at birth. A sound fountain. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> when you said that, you kind of turned your head slightly away from me. Like, yes, oh, I didn't want you to look at me. <laughs> <laughs> a sound pattern, a bard. Um, <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> so we've got the not boyfriend, boyfriend, Wes. Huh? Who is? Oh, uh-huh. The Quest. best friend, Amber. <laughs> yes. Uh, the twins. And twins. Mindy Meeks Wait. Martin and Chad Meeks Martin. Wait, what are the names? Say it again. Mindy, Mindy and, Chad. and Chad. Okay. Mindy is the one who's not straight. Chad is like the kind of jock. He's the jock and he's dating Liv and they have not have had sex. Oh, right. They Liv, that's have a strange sex, so. character. <laughs> yes. Liv McKenzie. Remember in the first movie when... Um, Go to the McKenzie's. mom says, exactly. Oh. Which is also a nod from Halloween because she says it in Halloween as well. You got to think about these connections. Babe. They're everywhere. Red string. I'm pointing. I'm putting pictures on the wall. Charlie Day meme. Yeah. Uh, Sam Carpenter. Like John. Like John. Do you fucking get Wes, it. <laughs> like Wes Craven. John. You get it. John. Um, and oh, notably, Wes is the child of... Deputy Hicks, the woman... Judy. Ju- Deputy Judy Hicks from the last Judy? movie. Scream 4. Is she only Where? in Scream 4? Yes. Okay. Yeah. She shows up she in shows that up- and she's... They kind of are like implying maybe she's the killer because she's like really into yeah. She's like, remember we did Peter Pan in high school together? All that stuff. And she like kind of has the hots for Dewey. Yeah. Yes. Because she's bringing him baked goods. Remember? Yeah. Remember? Oh, right. The Lemon Squares. And Gail's like... Lemon Squares. I got a Lemon Square right here, bitch. And it doesn't need an yeah, oven. She- Punches her in the mouth. <laughs> Do lemon know. squares need an oven? Or aren't they cold? Yeah, no. but you gotta bake them. <laughs> but right? is it a no bake? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They're delicious. Whatever they are made of. I, I wanted to uh, make one the other day. Anyway, who do who do you think is the fa- who who's the father? Who do you think Dewey. she? <laughs> Dewey. Um, I don't. Ah! Know. Well, uh, he's old Scream. enough that he have to have he has to have been alive in the last one. True. Oh, okay. So maybe even if okay. we're. Like, going by the world of the movies, this is, like, ten years later. And that's how long it's been in real life. Yeah. Oh, um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's... He can't be younger than 15, so... He was 10. No, no, yeah. <laughs> he had to have been, like, a child in that. We just never see him. Yeah. yeah Which yeah. is a little weird, but that's okay. Um, yeah, we can allow it. People have we'll kids all the time. What? Ew, don't do that. What'd you say? I mean, I'm not advocating for so it. I'm people just have saying kids it's all the time. True. I said, what? Oh. <laughs> What'd you say? Um, but yeah, I'm laughing. But, but I'm, yeah. Laughing at you. Um, I'm laughing at you. So we meet all them. It's great. They're diverse and probably all going to die, right? We all think. <laughs> yeah, they're <laughs> and they're they like do. charming enough as as these kinds of characters go. It's like right. They all have their little thing. Oh, and we see we get our first like red herring. There's somebody who's like watching them, who's like in a oh, cool yeah. car, and he's like into. He's like looking at Liv. Oh, right. This His guy. Well, of course, Vince. Uh, of He's course, just I was like, like, well, he looks got hot, like honestly. a shitty car and like. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, you both. Yeah, the therapy. shitty, douchey guy. What? <laughs> he was not hot. <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was styled in a. He, 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 he was styled in a hot way. <laughs> I disagree. Gross. He looks like he needs a shower. I could bring up a Rolodex of all the embarrassing people you've said you find attractive in movies. <laughs> oh, Starting with, we recently watched Ghostbusters, and you said Dan Aykroyd's kind of cute in that. Cute is different. Okay, but he is though. He is. Stop! Thank you, Kira. Stop it! I think the most embarrassing was one is uh, the Rescuers. Yes. (laughs) The Rescuers. The movie starring mice. The Disney movie where they have to rescue a little girl. 
Yeah, who <laughs> like, do you think I is know. hot in that? The main mouse. I said he's kind of sexy sweet. <laughs> you telling me I need to go to therapy because I found a guy hot for giving me like dirty, grungy chic. I'm in therapy. <laughs> Mama, me too. Okay, good. Just as long as we're working on ourselves. That's all that matters. I'm just looking at Cody. It's <laughs> uh, true. Um, anyway... But, like, if I was in high school and, like, you know, I would have definitely found that person attractive. I wouldn't have had yeah, a chance. Yeah, that's very much but your I vibe, tra- Kira. You know. Oh, oh so you're saying I'm trash. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's definitely my vibe. It's definitely, like, I'm going to go to the heavy metal bar and I'm going to try to talk to you, you know? <laughs> what a sly strategy. What a coy fox you And because are. <laughs> he's a predator, I'm sure that he would talk to you as well. True. He was. I, he's coded as older than high school. I mean, then, yes. Is, is that the whole vibe of it? Yeah. The whole right, facial that, hair thing. He has a car. He's driving himself. Oh, speaking of facial hair, there's somebody at the party later who has a full beard. Like, full, <laughs> really? like, looks like he lives in Logan he Square. He has like a thyroid issue. Oh my God. I don't know. He looks like a 30-year-old. Oh my god. I'm like, what are you I doing at this that. party? He's really dumb. He's got held back a lot. He's a teacher. <laughs> Actually, that's that's not about right. Um, well, in the first movie, Dewey shows up and he's like, how old are you? Just kidding. Have fun. In full like police regalia. True. So, regalia? Either way. Regalia? Either way. Clothes. Um, regalia. Uniform. Put in the gay and Anyway. Um, so yeah he's a red herring he's a red herring because he he's the next to die actually segway right yeah he's at the bar this guy that you find oh the guy yeah Yeah. so why did he why did he die was it just cause chaos i think is well hold on practice run maybe that has to have also been amber because i don't think they've arrived yet they have or they have okay well the thing with richie being the killer I assume he's with Sam, like, the entire time. So I don't think he really can do much until the very ending, you know? Kind sure. of in the same way, like, the, in Scream 2, Laurie Metcalf's character only kills, like, Jamie Kennedy. Yeah. And that's it. Like, I think it's just, like... Lazy. Yeah. <laughs> she's tired. I mean, um, we've all had that one person in the group project who's like, no, I'll totally do a whole page. <laughs> right. And then they turn in, like, one sentence. Well, timeline-wise, um, Laurie Metcalf would have been raising Lady Bird at that point. She'd be like 12, so it'd be like really annoying for her. Yeah, yeah she'd be really tired. Oh, my running. God. Anyway, um, that's funny. We're laughing. We're all having a good time at my jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I still down. haven't seen Lady Bird. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. No. It's fucking incredible. It's great. <laughs> it's like one of my favorite movies of all time. We also skipped over, I think, the part where Sam is attacked in the... Um, hospital break room. I thought that comes out. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah. But that is now. the next oh like moment of violence. Um, oh, well, but I have to point out when yeah. what's his face getting killed in the parking lot, Vince, this random red herring guy, the car is playing red right hand. Yeah. And yes. then it like becomes the music of the scene, like yeah, outside of the car. It's very much like a. It's good. It's good. It's a good song. It's It makes me happy to hear it. Reminds me of a yeah. movie I like called Scream. And not just this one, which is also called Scream. Yes. <laughs> Turn to you, Kara. <laughs> Thoughts. Um, but yeah, the next thing is um, Sam's in the hospital and gets attacked in the like cafeteria area. And it's really fast. And nothing she really comes She also talks to her dad. Her dad. Ghost form. <gasps> oh, right. Important. What? Her dad. Oh, Remember who her father is? No. Billy Loomis. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, no, no, I, I, 
<laughs> her dad, I, Mr. I, I, I Carpenter. Felt, <laughs> for some reason, I was like imagining like a, a truly like suburban dad figure. And I was like, what? I don't remember this moment. No, I, okay. I kind of liked this reveal, but I hated yeah. in the last moments of the movie where he was it was like him was like showing up off. as a vision yeah. and she it was like i don't think she needed to summon the spirit of her you know father to stab a person who just killed all of her friends like i mean maybe i'm i'm, I'm going too far goodbye <laughs> do you know what i'm talking about i mean yeah, yeah i kind of liked it because i thought i mean the the line she uses when she's about to when she kills him is don't fuck with the daughter of a serial killer and so I think it's very much like this is yes, it's part of her legacy, and like maybe she has some fun stuff going on in her brain because she's related to you know a psychopath. But like in this instance, we're going to use that energy for good. I don't know. And we love it, <laughs> and that that's dark, the mood. That that's the vibe. <laughs> I'm just thinking. But yeah, here's where we find out that Billy Loomis is her dad, mm-hmm. yeah. um, which makes and she's been hiding it from everybody, right? Because even her sister doesn't know. <laughs> well, <laughs> sound sister, whatever. Yeah. Um, what? Oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> I was here. I just forgot a lot of the minor details. <laughs> it's hard. I got it's you. Hard. Girl. It's hard. It's a hard world. Um, it's so hard. But yeah, I mean, like, the, and and the connections don't stop there. Like we said, you know, Wes is related to the sheriff or a deputy from the last movie. Now she's a sheriff. Yes, um, she's related. Uh, b- b- Sam is related to Billy Loomis. She's her his daughter. Uh, Chad and Mindy are the oh, they're like Randy's cousins, niece and nephew or cousin and nephew of Randy, Randy, Randy. Jamie Kennedy, because yes. her their mom makes an appearance and it's. Heather Matador. Oh, it's the girl from true? it's the girl from Wedding uh, the Princess, Princess Diaries. Princess Diaries, yes. yes. Who's also in Scream Icon. Three? She's in Scream Three, like super briefly. Um, oh, is she a high school student in Scream Three? Heather Matarazzo. She shows up when they're no. This Scream Three is where it takes place in Hollywood, and she shows up on like it's well, Scream Three is not a good movie. <laughs> but just describing, I'm like, ugh. she shows up at the studio with like a videotape from Randy. Who is oh, dead right, by right, that right, point. right, right. And it's like him being like, here's how you survive the third yeah, movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's like, it's, she's there super briefly. It was before Princess Diaries came out. I don't think she was even like a famous person at that right. point. But she does show up in this movie again, really briefly. And it's to like tie them to Randy because they're yes. the child of his sister. Yes. Children. Word. Right? Love it. We'd love to see mm-hmm. it. True. I think that's all the connections. Amber right? lives in Stu's house. And Amber lives in Stu's house, which is the house at the end of Scream. Yes. Um, which I love the way they reveal that. Yes. So you get a little like, Dutch tilt there, moment. But, oh, just uh, kidding. So good. Just, you can be excited now. Oh. Also, okay. So here's where they, next up they recruit, they get Dewey, they get him back in the fold. Um, Richie and uh, Sam. Good work by David Arquette. He's I think this. he's really good at it. Goodness. For a performer who I've never really clicked with. No. Um, <laughs> he's really good in it, I think. He, he did his thing. He did what he had to do. He did what he had to do. He had to, he still had the he limp. He did what he had to do. He dewey. He did what he had to do. He did what he had to do. He did what he had to do. He definitely is like a more real. Per- I feel like he got more of a. became a more real person. 
Yes, because he, he became he cartoonish. Dies. Yeah, right. Well, the weight yeah, of time right. and pain on—I mean, he's like not oh, to say trauma. this, not to say this in a disparaging way, but he's like living in a trailer and like he's no longer on the police force. He just kind of—he doesn't seem to really have anything. Going no, on. he watches Gail's show. <laughs> That's what he has going for him. Yeah, um, Gail, who is on TV for all the world to see as like a news reporter, and at one point she says, "Love it." And like it, it was really fast and like kind of in the background, but she says something like, "And if I ever." Fuck, what was it? I wrote down. Hold if on. I ever fuck? Oh my god. If I ever fuck, I'm going to hell. On the national um, news? She says, she says something like, if I ever cut my hair like that again, somebody stop me. And that clearly is like a reference to her awful bangs in screen three. Oh, right, 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 right. I kind forgot of funny. she did that. I don't know why um, she'd be saying that on national television, but don't worry about it. Yeah. It's sure like a Wendy Williams her. kind of situation. That's kind of the vibe I was getting. <laughs> the vibe I'm getting is stupid. Uh, like, her show is stupid. Anyway, whatever. Cody said it, not me. Oh my god, they're fighting. They're fighting. They're fighting, they're fighting. You're looking at your cat like you're talking to the cat. Oh, Rhonda. They're fighting. Rhonda. Rhonda. <laughs> Should I go Good to girl. them? She's um, just waiting by the door, waiting for uh, to chaos. <laughs> no, just to... Because Trooper's probably on the other side of the door, so she's Aww. probably just... No, it's malicious. <laughs> I know. It's like, oh, for Trooper, like, mm, uh, poor boy. Uh, or no, I nice shouldn't boy. say malicious. She's just, you know, like, what's going on? Antagonistic. What? She's like, I'm going to fight. She sees herself as the victim. Yeah. I'm She's here to back. fight. She I'm should be on fight. Bad Girls Club. She should be on Bad Girls Club. <laughs> it's five humans and one cat. <laughs> and she would fucking kill them. <laughs> They'd she be would, dead. She would do Because they'd be picking fights with her. <laughs> And she'd be like, I will kill oh my you. God. I'm That's just trying to actually go to the okay. Capitalists have, capitalism has to keep going just a little bit longer because I think we're just like a couple years away from a cat being a full character on like a Bravo TV show. And I show. will root for her. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, she's, uh, what is that stupid um, after show with fucking Andy Cohen? Watch yeah. Happens <laughs> Live. <laughs> <laughs> I will so say we have gotten weirdly into Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. I'm so sorry to say. Oh, really? No, don't. You don't have to be sorry. I'm sure it's just fantastically terrible. I mean, it's like... It's, it's exactly candy what bar you think for it's your brain. Be. Yeah. It's just the dumbest shit. But I can't... This morning right. was the first time I was like, can we watch Real Housewives? Because like, it's been you powering the watches. This is the first time I craved it. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Proud right. of you for being honest. Codependent addiction kind of yeah. situation. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. We hear. So yeah, they get Dewey on the force. He's there to help. Mm-hmm. Or he shows up. He They kind of think he's not going to do it. And then there's a really funny scene where he's texting Gail. Mm-hmm. Ay, uh-huh. This is funny. We all laughed and said, ha, ha, ha. Oh, then maybe I'm thinking of something else. Keep going. He was like, <laughs> I shouldn't have sent the smiley face. Well, what he did, well, he sent like, it's happening again. Somebody died in Woodsboro send text and then he wrote like oh right, right, right. smiley face yeah 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 no, that <laughs> was funny because <laughs> how else but also very like realistic because like you know they're hashtag relatable yeah yeah like we i would use emojis there. that I, feeling sorry when to say. yeah no <laughs> i would TikTok voice. that's what i was doing <laughs> that feeling be... when there's killings in my hometown <laughs> <laughs> the smiley face that's upside down that's what i would send or the clown i love the smiley face that's upside down I am um, no. I, what I was referring to was after that when he's like, "Hope you're well," and then like he starts texting like, "I just wanted to say, oh yeah, or something." And it was like, like "I miss your implying, touch." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I was it. like, "No." I mean, it makes sense, but I was like, "I don't give me that puss one more time." <laughs> give me that sweet weather storm you got. Oh, yeah. I will weather the said, storm. She said, "I will." Ooh, 
She said, I will uh, never. The forecast says humidity is. I hate that. Mm. But I love it. Mm. <laughs> what do you think, Rhonda? Um, but he also calls Sydney. So he calls Sydney, texts Gail. Yeah. Interesting dynamic. Well, Gail was on the air, as he says later. Oh, true. That's true. That's true. She that's literally true. was on TV for all the world to see. <laughs> Wouldn't you agree? Um, the uh, he t- he calls Sydney, who's out on a sensible jog with her baby that you never see. Fake, fake, fake. <laughs> calling it now, fake. <laughs> and sh- this is the first time we see Sydney. I don't love this scene. I I I don't know. The line about like, of course, I have a gun, is like I. It's fine in context, but that's just, like, something I'm going to be. And the way it was, like, sold in the trailer is, like, <laughs> it's, She's I don't know. Back. Also, there's, were... And there's always been guns in the series, as you pointed out when I brought this up. Yes. So it's, like, not, it's not like I'm, it's not like Halloween 2018 when all of a sudden Lori's like, I love weapons! And you're like, do you? Mm-hmm. Do you really? Should you? It's, you know, it makes sense in the context of the movie, but it's just something about that kind of. I don't know, whatever. Rub me the wrong way. It's the gun culture of it all is yeah, squeaky. That's always going to be like, uh, to me. Even but, the movies I like. Yeah, I mean, all of the other movies have a lot of guns. True. A lot? I mean, I'm going to fuck this gun. They right, have, they do fuck the gun. They that's have true. climactic scenes involving guns. Sure. All of them. And I think that that comes back more to noirish elements of scream or like the the whodunit elements of scream than sure. it does with like second amendment mm. well of course things. yeah i'm you know not what saying I mean? it's like, like a guns right movie of course not like american sniper but i think that that's like, what like what rubs you the wrong way because of so many movies where it's like yeah guns. yeah it's like it's just something i'm i'm inherently myself and i know i'm sure others would agree with this are just gonna be like uh, okay i guess yeah. we do yeah it's just a really it's like a kind of like a raw raw line about a gun and that just, and it's about her, obviously, but it's about her, you know, stocking up, which yes. is like, uh, I get it. You, it's about trauma. You know, you have a lot of like built up, you know, years yeah. of uh, whatever, but I don't know. Especially because the message of Scream 3 is her being like, I gotta just live, baby. And then Scream 4 and 5 <laughs> is less so. <laughs> well, uh, but I take it the opposite way. I take it like she's completely moved on. She's able to have a family now. Which is the the main, my main argument for her character development is that she has been able to become vulnerable with somebody again. Sure. She has been able to have a relationship, a full relationship with somebody. She's able to maintain the relationships with her friends from the past. And she has a kid and she seems healthy. I don't mm. know. It's like, to me, that is a big change from where we see her at the end of Scream 3 and and in Scream 4. Shit, yeah, that's fair. Also, you're going to hate this. Um, I didn't even notice this, but I was reading about it online. So Dewey, when he calls Sydney, goes, how's Mark? Do you know who Mark is? <laughs> it's the it's Patrick Dempsey, right? Yeah. Um, the cop. Yeah. I only know because I, I was looking at IMDb just before yeah, we started. Yeah, me too. That's where I found it. I, w- I did not catch that. <laughs> no, I that's hyper. That's really insular. Like, you know, it's a character from... Is he from Screen 3? Yeah, I'm, from- ch- I'm choosing to believe that's a different mark. I would hope so, but the way that these movies is, these movies are so... This movie is clearly written with so much intention. Well, until they it's show Mark me Hamill. Patrick Dempsey's punchable face, <laughs> um, I will be choosing to believe that it is a different mark. I love your antagonistic relationship one way with Patrick Dempsey. <laughs> 
You shrugged so, from listeners. <laughs> there it is. We know who the baby daddy is, but we don't ever see so. him. Or the baby. What if the baby I is just Pat Dempsey's face in the stroller? What if she's so unwell <laughs> and she's not married and there's no baby in that stroller? I was, well, for a second I had a thought. I don't know why it's popped in my head, but that. have you seen those people who like get hyper-realistic baby dolls and like treat them like their babies? actual children? Yeah. Because I saw a TikTok yeah, that I've was like how to clean out your baby's neck. And it was like, what? Because there's no context. <laughs> like... <laughs> fake baby and in the video it looks so real and then she just pops the head off it's like whoa <laughs> that's hilarious wait insane. i do want to see that i'll try to or or better yet it's she's pushing a like a dog in the stroller you know it's like a puppy or a cat she, she doesn't have cat explicitly say i'm a mom now and even if she oh did a hi game, she dewey <laughs> i am a mom now <laughs> oh hi dewey sorry i was pushing my human child <laughs> well doesn't she say she i think she says she probably later, does i don't know she's like oh so and so is maybe checking on the children maybe she but, but you know maybe she doesn't say kids maybe she just says the girls or the you know maybe the girls that <laughs> the that girls cat the girl, i have a girl. collection of yeah. toxins the girls <laughs> she's talking about her husband's <laughs> testicles <laughs> <laughs> and that's feminist girls um i don't know i've only seen the movie once so i can't say for sure but Anyway. Yeah, and uh, we hear lots of seagulls wherever she is. They made it a point to add in a lot of seagull sound effects when we see uh, Nev Campbell the first time. <laughs> well, she's famously coastal now, far away from Midwest, right? Is Woodsboro in the Midwest? It's in California. Okay. Hanfield, Midwest. Yeah, that's what I was getting confused. You were both so fired. <laughs> Don't, cut this Don't worry. Nobody will hear it. <laughs> wow. It's like it never happened. So yeah, she gets back to Woodsboro. We get like one scene where the next the next death is the deputy and her son. Yeah. Judy and Wes. Yeah. yeah. Judy and Wes. Um Cute. She dies just like on her front lawn in daylight, which daylight murders to me are always Hate like that. so scary. Uh, so like, scary. I mean like in a good way. Like it's very tr- like scary. Yeah. And like, I feel like no, there, I'm sorry. There's been murders during the day. Ignore me. Yes. I was going to say. It's just rare. Well, this this one is scary to me, both as a viewer and just like as a concept. As a mom. <laughs> as a mom. <laughs> um, she's raising back thinking that she might be saving her child. And then like. Yeah. She's. She's, she's not only. Not only like. She fails. Blindsided. Yeah. I'm yeah. totally blindsided by this. Um, but she gets killed. And then, you know. Leaving her son, like, vulnerable. Yeah. It's just a bummer. It's a bummer. But it's also surprising as a viewer. Like, I did not expect her to die before he did, based on, like, the track record with these movies. Like, the killer tells you exactly what they're going to do, and then they stick up to that, like, promise. And in this, it's, like, a little tricky. It's like, oh, I'm I'm about to kill your son. Just kidding. I'm going to kill you. And then I'm going (laughs) to kill you. Gotcha, bitch. Yeah, and then he dies anyway. Well, so. we get the little homage <laughs> yeah. to Psycho. Yeah, in the shower. Mm-hmm. Right, because there's a little bit of red herring set up with, like, maybe he's the killer for yeah. a split second. Yeah. But he dies like, in that really gross way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he got the, the, neck the, 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 yeah, in the neck. I think that's when, I think because I was sitting next to you, Zach, we were both like, ooh, like, yeah. So yeah. acting surprised that people were getting viciously murdered in this horror movie. <laughs> well, the oh way you see God. it is very, like, graphic. It looked like those tattoos people get of, like, knives going into and out of their skin, you know? No. I mean, I do, but I haven't. You've I don't it. have you know one, I mean. if that's what you're um, saying. No, I know. I'm not saying that you have. <laughs> like, the tattoo on your face. Um, the lady doth protest too much. Kira, where I don't is your have knife tattoo? 
but like his it goes in his neck and then like comes out again the other side yeah. so it's like a little um it's crazy it's like a little belt it's like a little belt yes <laughs> it's me pitching but, this movie poorly but your skin is studios. the belt loop yeah, yeah. the fx crew the uh, <laughs> the effects in this like movie are really good I yeah that, that was good well good yeah i don't know what they did was it like a did he have like prosthetic, prosthetic neck yeah prosthetic neck and it was probably also a little bit of, it looked a little like slightly cgi just to like maybe fine tune little blood little mm. blood um, um and so he died how did he yeah. was he just oh he got his did he get his throat cut how did he like die die like what like did it yeah i'm guessing well i think he got stabbed before just the neck one like maybe in the again i haven't only seen it once but he either way he dies yeah um, he pretty dies. conclusively um he trips he trips into a knife ouchie uh, we didn't do that one. That's means they kill us. That's not on us. I can't. I can't claim that one. We like weren't gonna kill him, and then he just like died. Died. He just died. We didn't talk about the scene where they're all gathered at um, the house of the twins, and the girl twin is talking about the rules. She's of, doing the Randy bit. She's doing right, which makes sense because she's the the niece of yeah. him. She's uh, doing yes, the yes, 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 yes. the speech about itch. the rules. Of uh, this specific movie, of, basically, of requels, requels is what they call it. Which I've never, I don't think I've heard that, that before. That's not a thing. No. Yeah, um, don't don't force that on us. We never we never heard of that. I mean, no. it, I guess it fits, but I was like, I mean, no. it makes sense. It, it is a concept that tracks, but yeah, I don't think I've we need a name for it, it. Yeah. personally. And I'm very much in that world. Anyway, created yeah, invented I, film. It's true. I did. It's me, Monsieur Lumiere. Uh, <laughs> um. Lumiere Brothers made movies for the. Don't. We're oh, wow. Oh, so I'm uncultured. Frenchie? French yes. I'm like cheese. No. I'm like, Good. not like yogurt. Not like yogurt. Unlike um, yogurt, you are not cultured. <laughs> <laughs> the library is. You not will never open. be yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> you will never be yogurt. Even if you wanted to be yogurt, you could never be yogurt. <laughs> the live act of cultures? Mm-mm. Um. If I wanted to be yogurt, I could go out and be one because I am what? Cultured. Full of bacteria. <laughs> <laughs> this is you talking to yourself in the mirror before work. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pep talk. It just doesn't work. Cody's just concerned outside yeah, of the bathroom door like, this all the time. <laughs> but I love the speech she gives because I think it puts into context what later is paid off so well when the killers are explaining their motive. Yeah. Um, because she's talking about how these days with franchises, you can't just make a sequel because it won't be the same and you can't completely reboot it because the fans will turn on you. So you have to make like what they term a requel, like a reboot sequel. So it's technically a continuation of the original series. It has some of the original cast members. I think they call them legacy characters. Yeah. But in like supporting roles. And that's very much what this movie's doing. Yeah. And she lists off examples where it's like Halloween, Saw, Jurassic Park, Star Wars. Yeah. All these movies that in real life, as we know, like had gotten another, um, you know, at bat in a new movie and all of them feature like one or two characters from the original. Yeah. Um, but in much smaller roles. And they like, she specifically says like the thing with stab. And I think this is a really astute observation. I've said, I've said things to you about this before with other franchises is to some people stab is their favorite thing, like not favorite movie, favorite thing, thing they obsess about the most, Especially if they watched it in their childhood yeah. with their parents, yep. with their friends, yep. then they like imprinted upon it. And I've thought this a lot about, you know, certain franchises that have gotten like rebooted lately. 
and have not gotten well received by the fans. I'm thinking of like Star Wars. People really hated Last Jedi, like a certain, you know, toxic element of fandom. Yeah. And we're like the all-female Ghostbusters that came out a few years ago and the yeah. internet was like, <laughs> so it's, it's very like pointed and canny of an observation to be like, these people latch onto these things at an early age and almost like religion. If you dare deviate from their young experience of it, you're doing a disservice. You're like committing a crime practically. Yeah. And you know, because it's the, the, the phrase they even mentioned in this, in this, um, in this movie is like, you're killing my childhood. You're destroying yeah. my childhood. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, it, people are no longer, at least this section of like moviegoers or like people experiencing some sort of entertainment are no longer satisfied just to be told a story. It's like you go into a movie and it's like, they can either do this correctly or they can fuck it up. Yes. Like you don't go into a movie being like, I wonder what's going to happen to the characters. It's like, this needs to happen yeah. Yeah. or else this failed me. <laughs> yeah. And the creators don't appreciate me yeah. as a fan. And it's a Marvel thing. It's a Marvel mm-hmm. problem. I think Marvel's <laughs> in contributing to it a lot. And I think well, the thing that we talked about is when you become that obsessed with something as a kid and then everything between childhood and your adulthood is just reconfirming your own bias towards that thing you stop looking at it as a piece of art that somebody else made and you just look at it as like fact so even if the movie isn't good or like there are issues with it which like i love star wars as much as anybody but like there are things that aren't great about it yeah and (laughs) the original yes yes yes. but like as a kid you're not you're not like analyzing the quality or just like well that's good because that's what happens you know like yeah it's just like that's how the movie goes. So then so when you grow good. up, it's like, well, that's not how that goes. And instead it's like, you feel a sense of ownership over the characters and the story and what happens and how things are supposed to go right. versus like telling a story that is prescient and um, interesting. Right. And you see, unfortunately that like that is being confirmed by a lot of people who make movies or yes. make culture. Cause you yeah. saw it again. The obvious example is like star Wars, where, you know, Force Awakens comes out, it's well-received, people like it, not much problems there. Yeah. Last Jedi comes out, it's well-received, people like it, except for a, a contingent of online voices who are like, this sucks, and, like, lose their minds and will not, you know, hear it any other way. And then, in the third Star Wars, Rise of Skywalker, the studio and, like, the creators and Disney pivoted to that, like, vocal minority and, like, undid a lot of things from Last Jedi, you know, like, put characters that were clearly aiming for an arc in Last Jedi, specifically, like, Rose, is mm-hmm. their name? Mm-hmm. Get completely shunned. Like, they, they clearly were aiming this movie at this fandom to be like, no, 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 we see you, we hear you, like, it's fine. Same with Ghostbusters, yeah. like, where they, you know, had the all-female one in 2016, and then, like, people, you know, lost their shit over it and didn't do too well. So then put one out this year that I haven't seen it yet, because, like, who has the time but like it apparently looks to be just like a slow like edging jerk off session for ghostbusters fans yeah. <laughs> which like that's not that's not art that's not art right exactly or that's, that's masturbation yeah yeah honestly it's like read a wikipedia page or write, watch write, the original again you <laughs> know watch the original again write some fan fiction yeah. yeah kiss a girl you know like find something to do <laughs> oh my god yeah that's all <laughs> no i was just fascinated i was just listening Thanks. No, I was just I was just resting my eyes. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> um, um, no, but I, so I hear that. I, mean, I think it's also even similar to Halloween in that way. How with like these re, yeah. you know, these sequels, it's like it's just art. 
And also it's like how, you know, I saw fucking, what is it? I didn't see Princess Bride till I was in college. And uh, everyone was like, oh, my God, it's it's the best thing. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, it's fine. But because, you know, like, they grew up with it, it was like, this is yeah. the, this is everything. The movie. Understandable. Like, I have my, yeah. my own versions of that, too. Sure. But I think being aware of it. But I'm not a dick important. about it. <laughs> like, I'm not, ga- right, people who are like, The Goonies is a great film. I'm like, it's not. But, like, you watched it when you were seven at a sleepover, and I understand that's important to you. <laughs> Hocus but, like, Pocus is a great example. Right, Hocus Pocus, not a it's good movie. It's a watchable movie. movie. It's like, fine. I'll watch it every other Halloween. Yeah. Right, but and now they're going to make fucking Hocus Pocus too. Let's see how many references there are to the last one. It's going to be yeah. a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> but I will say, though, with Scream, with this version of Scream, this reboot, requel, there were moments that were so... And maybe it's not so much a nod to the original, but it is kind of a nod to like the main theme, which is that it's like super meta. And like I feel like with this movie, it was really hitting itself, hitting this point over the head. Like I'm, unfortunately, I can't pick on any specific examples, but I feel like there was so a lot of dialogue devoted to just the like, as it usually is, like devoted to like how this isn't a movie, this is real life. But there, you know, the rules and this yeah. and it's that. I just feel like there's so much of it that sometimes it just. I mean, maybe it's just not for me, but I'm just like it. Just kind of doesn't. It doesn't do anything for me. I mean, it's... In this it's, world. It's very aware of itself. Yeah. And I think But it annoys why, me. Sure. <laughs> that's fair. I think why it doesn't necessarily bother me too much in this specific instance where in other cases it does. Like, I mean, Zach can tell you I like the, the issues I have with like the latest Spider-Man movie, which is like a lot of this. Yeah. But like, mm-hmm. um, because this series from the very beginning has always been, like you said, very like meta-minded, very aware of itself, both as like a horror movie within its own franchise and, like, as part of a greater, like, genre and, like, aware of those genre tropes, I'm... This is, like, one of the few instances where I'm okay with, like... I don't want to say it's fan service exactly, but, like, very, you know, deliberate um, references and, like, circling back to things from the original, especially because the killers in this end up being essentially Scream fans. You know, yeah. they're fans of the original Stab. Yeah. But, like, to them, like, you can basically call them Scream fans because they're fans of what happened in the first movie, yeah. essentially. I, I just think it's. You I know. think Scream has always been about the dichotomy be- between film nerds and mm-hmm. people who actually are suffering violent attacks, <laughs> like like what it would actually yeah. feel like to be a horror movie trope and like be a final girl and live through these horrible horrible things, and also living next to people or living amongst people who are obsessed with people getting brutally murdered on screen. Um, Right. Cause the first thing they do in like the first screen movie is like after like a murder scenes have like a scene between all the like teenagers where they're like, how do you think you did it? Was it like this movie? Like they're very aware of like where their idea of like violence and murder is like situated, which is like in movies in TV. Yeah. But again, it's like, that's how we, a lot of people, especially of our generation, that's how a lot of people relate to things. Right. No, I, I think it's accurate in that yeah. way. Yeah. Work. The next thing is like, uh, they go to the Who hospital dies? to get um, the sister. Tara. Whose name is Tara. Thank you. Um, and more like terror. It's about <laughs> to happen to them. Oh, Terrifying. Yeah. Stop it. She's on an isolated floor because of bad security earlier and then all the cops go to judy's house because she just died and she's the sheriff and so there's nobody protecting her and Mm -hmm. the killer shows up right 
Kills a, a nurse or a guard. Kills a guard. Kills, yeah, the guard. And then... There. He's just working. Yeah. They shoot this killer. Yeah. You know, they think he's down... They're down for the count. Yeah. Can't even use mm-hmm. he pronouns because who knows which one it is. Um, well, this one's got to be Amber. Cause right, because Richie's, Richie's there, there. And he gets sliced on his arm. Yeah. Which I thought was a nice, smart little... Like, which, mm-hmm. I caught that too. I was like, mm, yeah. interesting. We've seen that before. Mm-hmm. Exactly, but I think it's also. It's like, I think it serves two things. I think to people in the know, they go, "Hang on a second, that doesn't mean he's necessarily not the killer." But to people who right. are not in the know, and like anybody who was like probably in real life looking at this, they go, "Well, it can be him. He got hurt. He got stabbed." Also, yeah. <laughs> even though you know the series from the beginning has told us like that's not indicative of innocence at all. But right. um, then the killer kills Dewey, and it's violent, and there's blood everywhere. And yeah, and it's with two knives. It's fucking gnarly. It's not. It sucks. Um, but the killer when, goes. It's an honor when he kills. Mm-hmm. When they kill. When she kills Dewey, which I think yeah. is like makes sense because it's pretty obvious in like most of these movies that it's like somebody who's obsessed with like some degree of the original yeah. scream events. Um, so that's not like necessarily like a clue, but yeah. it kind of is. Well, they make a point to say in the in the requel speech that the person is is looking for people who are tied to the original. Yeah. So. Which they all are somehow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I'm dies. okay with, yeah, I'm okay with him dying. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't earned. really feel, I felt nothing. <laughs> right, I wasn't too impacted by it, but I think it is a way to Move kind on. of be like, we're doing it, it's happening, like yeah. anybody can die. Yeah. Which like, Word. When we said this about the other movies, like in the first two movies, like an important character dies, like one of the main core group dies, it's, whether it's Rose McGowan in the first one or Jamie Kennedy in the second one. And then we've said before, it's kind of a failing of the third one that that's not the case. Not that I want the characters mm-hmm. to yeah. die, but it's like you set this up already. Yeah. I don't think anybody dies in the fourth one who's not a new character. I might be wrong. Um, by that point, Sydney's you're kind of mom dies, or Sydney's aunt. Aunt, right. yeah. Well, that's the thing. The killer ends up being related to her again. So yeah. in a way, but like at that point, you're running out of characters <laughs> to yeah. kill who are, you know, legacy characters to use this movie's terminology. So to kill doing this, I think is like, okay, like we are, anybody can die essentially. And like, I can, I can say later, I, I um, wasn't yeah. sure that Sydney Gail was going to make it out alive. Gonna, yeah. okay. I, I also felt the same way. So then they do the smart thing and they even say this in the movie. Sam's like, we're getting out of town. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to go. So they start going. Yeah, word. But um, Sydney and Gail show up and they're like. Hey, okay, we didn't even mention them. <laughs> What's bro? They show up and well, Gail's already there. She goes she to report and Dewey. then Sydney shows up yeah. um, when she hears about Dewey. Yeah. And um, right. Cause Sydney's like, I'm staying away. There's a really nice scene between right. her right. and Gail. Um, where they talk about Dewey and just each other and... Where was that scene again? Where in the hospital, in the hospital. The waiting room. Mm-hmm. And then when Sam and the gang are about to leave, they're like, you can't run away from this. Stay and help us fight. We're going to go hunt the killers down. Killer down at right. that point. They think yeah. it's one. They're like, no, we're leaving. They're like, this is a mistake. And then Sydney puts a tracking device on the car. Right, because Sydney's like, this isn't going to end. Yeah. I know this. Yeah. I'm, this is my fifth movie. Yeah. <laughs> but she's right. I mean, like... It's not going to end because you're fleeing with the killer. So, but the whole plan was, you know, that uh, they're going to go away. They right. have to get mm-hmm. Tara's inhaler, though. Yeah, because she's lost it, and she says there's one at Amber's house because it's her best friend. So they stop at Amber's house where there's a very sensible party going on <laughs> in the middle of people being brutally murdered in your town. Mm-hmm. 
Love it. We love to see it. And here's where, like, the the banner says for Wes, which is, like, very clearly, yeah. like, we're doing this for Wes Craven. Oh, um, that's cute. Yeah. Right. And that's how the movie, there's a there's a thing at the end of the movie, too, that says for Wes. Yeah. Um, and I think right. they were kind of using that in the marketing, like, on social media. It was a lot of, like, hashtag for Wes. Oh, to, like, that's nice. To indicate yes. to the fans, like, we are doing this with awareness of, like, yeah. our responsibility to the series. Yeah. Because the Scream fans are very... For, in my interaction with them, they're a, they're like a sensible fandom, but they're very passionate and yeah. precious about the characters. Like I remember reading a lot of stuff online that was like people were like, if Sydney dies in this, it will be like kind of to what we were saying about fandom earlier. It will be like wrong, you know, yeah. like it will be the incorrect choice. So like when she almost died, I was like, oh boy, we're really doing yeah. this, but she doesn't. She makes that a laugh. Nope. Um, but they go to this house, mm-hmm. and we learn that it's uh, Stu's old house. Yes. yes, which I love the way they reveal it because you're in the house for a little bit, yeah, um, and you're like, and then they reveal like this is when when Gail and Cindy look at the map, they're like, oh god, and then they call them and they're like, you're at the house from the first movie, yeah. they're like you should, you need to leave, right? And like you said, the camera does like this cool like twisty turny thing out the front door, and mm-hmm. I like I didn't even notice it until that point yeah. because they never shoot the set. In like a similar, familiar angles, yeah. No familiar and it's angles. It's been remodeled and stuff. There's some differences. You don't see the right. outside like ever. Like it's like just from the the inside or the backyard. They never like go into a garage. They yeah. go to a basement. Like yeah. there's a lot yeah. of differences yep. 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 from the original one. Um, oh, that's true. Yeah, good. it's like that's it's so like fun. similar, but you think it's like yeah, you're right. exactly. Like, it like echoes, but it doesn't copy. You don't, but that, but then mm. it does. Yeah, yeah, behind your back. Um, right, like when they go into the oh. basement. It feels like they're just homaging the garage scene, yeah. you know, where she's mm-hmm. going to get beers from the fridge. Like, it feels like just like a nice tip of the hat. I noticed mm-hmm. that because I've seen the original movie enough and I always weirdly noticed this. Like, the door frame of the basement was, like, wood. It was, like, yeah. that kind of, like, 90s, like, brown wood yeah. paneling. I was like, mm-hmm. that looks like the original house. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't think it is. I think it's probably, again, just a reference. Yeah. But it is. Ooh. I like that. It was good. I think it's good. And then here's so where a the... a lot of shenanigans happen. Yeah, yeah, a lot of things happen, which I, <laughs> I think is all... Kind of well done. It's, I think it's great, but a, it's just a lot. There's a fun chase succession. with the jock guy who's wearing a jacket, just like Drew Barrymore's boyfriend in the first movie. Steve. Yes. Steve. Oh my God, yeah. He's big and he plays football. <laughs> he gets chased and stabbed. Do you think he's dead? He's not, as we found out later. Um, there's a fun little basement scene where uh, Mandy... And Liv and, or Mandy? And, and I think Amber. Amber. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. they're talking about, like, you know, well, if I'm the killer, you should do this. You shouldn't go by mm-hmm. yourself. Oh, you should go first. It's, like, a fun... It's in the vein of these movies, the yeah. way they talk about movies. And, again, to my point, always have. It doesn't yeah. feel, like, weird and out of place. Like, yeah. this is how the characters in this world <laughs> discuss and, like, look through their lives, especially when there's murders happening around them. And It also... Oh, sorry. I was going to say, it no, also no, gives no. it a little bit of justification that they're related to Jamie because it's, like... It really is a stretch if it's, like, Jesus, how many fucking kids in these ta- this town are, like... Right talking in this way you know so i am glad that like if you must bring back this like same sort of verbiage it it makes a little more sense that it's like well maybe in that family that's just how they exactly and like when they go to the house yeah when they go to the house you see a plaque below the tv (laughs) that's like the randy meeks memorial home theater so like clearly this like affection for movie and there's movie posters all around so like clearly this family to a degree whether it's like yeah to keep his memory alive or because just something that's like in their family is super into movies and like always has been and like isn't about is into talking about them in this way and like identifying patterns yeah i think it all makes sense i think it's good 
Kira, <laughs> did you like the scene with um, Mindy watching Randy's scene from the, the first one? Oh, her watching the stab moment? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, thinking back on it, I'm like not too mad at it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean... It's okay he didn't like it. I'm just curious. (laughs) No, I don't really have any strong feelings either way, honestly. Gotcha. What do you think? I thought it was fun. I did did too. I thought it was really fun. Oh, okay. I mean, there was so much of it that I was like, okay, I get it. You know, I mean, for for me, it just... I just felt like there was a lot. You're like, move on. Let's speed it up. Yeah. But also, I mean, like, I understand how that can feel nice. Right. (laughs) Well, but notably she, you know, she's, she's saying at the TV, like, turn around, which the character in the movie is doing to the TV and it's the same situation. The killer's approaching from behind. But the difference is she does turn around and runs away. Because she, like, kind of, I think she, she has this, I think it's really well acted on her part, actually. She has this moment of, like, she's, like, yelling and she's, like, saying, like, turn around, turn around. And, like, she has a moment of, like, wait a minute, I should turn around. Yeah. And, but she doesn't say that, obviously. Yeah. She, like, has a moment on her face where, like, something, like, crosses her face, like, huh, let me be safe. Because she didn't say it. Wait a minute. I should turn around. <laughs> um, but she looks up and sees the killer and, like, runs away. And, yeah. like, I think she gets lightly stabbed. She but gets she stabbed. makes out, all right, yeah. you know. Yeah. And then Gail and Sydney show up. There's a fun moment where Amber comes stumbling out the front door. And she's, like, okay. do we know at this point that she's a killer? Yes. I think yes. At this point, yeah. we find out that she's ki- the killer because she shoots Liv. Mm-hmm. Liv dies? Liv doesn't live? Liv doesn't I think Liv dies. I, I, I think Liv dies. But she is shoot because they're like in a circle, they're talking. And I think it's Liv is like, I'm not the killer, guys. And Amber's like, I know, because I am. And then shoots her. Well, she shoots her in the head. She's definitely dead. She's yes. probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just had like is, a body memory. Yeah. Like. My favorite thing to do is when a character gets like really violently murdered and go like, are they okay? <laughs> you okay? So stupid. Are you okay? Is he all right? Um, but yeah, Amber runs out the front door screaming mm-hmm. at Gail and Sydney going like, help, help, which is very similar to... Who does that in the first one? I think it's Drew Randy. No, no, no. Like, in the, <laughs> yes, whatever. In the in the final scene, Uh-oh. I think it's Randy, and like because then she goes like "fuck you both" and closes the door. Um, in this, Amber runs oh, out yeah, the front door we're... and she's like, "Help! There's a murderer in there!" And Gail and Sydney kind of like resignedly turn to each other and go like, "What do you think?" Like, and one of them goes, "It's a trap." Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Like their their mode in this is very like. Been kind there, of, done that. It's very been there, done that. It's very like almost like I can't believe yeah. we have to do this again. Yeah. Which, on one hand, I, I appreciate. Old. On the other hand, I think it kind of feeds into the thing I was saying about like I don't think there's as much for them to do growth or like journey wise because yeah. they're very much resigned to it. But in a way, I guess now I'm contradicting myself. I think that is a little bit of like the point, right? Like for the first time, they're not. They're really not surprised by this, and yeah. like they're like the characters, like even more aware of like tropes and patterns. Yeah. Than they should be. Or than they than they have been in the past. Yeah. Well, and I think that the point with them is like, at this point, everyone thinks they're gonna like rebuild the wheel. Right. They're gonna be the. And ones it's to like at the end of the day, it. it's always gonna be some some idiot like thinking that they can play God. You some know, seventeen year old. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the killers. There's a whole bonanza thing. Um, they're running around. We find out that Richie's a killer too. Yes. Uh, yes. Which is. I, and they even say in the movie, he's like, you should have seen this coming. Like, the boyfriend. Yeah. Like, like um, Dewey pointed it out right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Tara's in a closet at some point, And he, mm-hmm. it's revealed, like, he had her inhaler the whole time. So this was obviously yes. uh, a well-planned uh, shebang. Yeah. But then Sam turns it around. Like, I mean, you know, the, it looks like, I said, like, mm-hmm. Gail and um, Sydney are pretty much, like, back into a corner in the kitchen. Just like in the first movie. Yeah. And, yeah. um... Mm-hmm. 
I think Gail's been shot in the stomach, which, yeah. like, she kind of just, like, doo-dee-doo, like, wipes her hands, like, yeah. doesn't really have. Like, at the end of the movie, she's, like, sitting on a, <laughs> in the ambulance with a blankie around her. Yeah. It's like, you got shot in the stomach. Yeah. Like, that would hurt. <laughs> yeah. You, that's, like, yeah. one of the Sydney gets stabbed in the stomach, and they twist the knife. Yeah. Specifically. Yeah, They're kind of yeah, just yeah. chilling. I think there's even a paramedic that goes, like, it'll be all right. Like, <laughs> really, really fine. <laughs> oh, my God. You're so right. Like, at the end, Sydney's, like, walking around. She's, like, checking yeah. in on her friends. Well, you know, and, like, they hit the Why same is- exact spot that she's been stabbed before. It's just scar tissue. Yeah. Right. Point. It's like when you get a C-section for the third time, you're like, just cut me open yeah. from the same spot. Yeah. Use the, the perforated time. line. Put a zipper there. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on. Um, <laughs> but uh, they turn the tables on them. I don't really remember exactly how. I think Sam comes and saves the day. And then she uh, Amber the burns up. Amber burns up. It's crazy because she like yeah. gets covered in hand sanitizer oh, or something. So weird. And then she like leans into the stove when she's gotten like shot or stabbed, and it's just yeah. like bursts into flames. Yeah. It's fucking wild. Teenager. But Sam has she's... a teenager. You know, we all been there. <laughs> hand sanitizer. Yeah, can't get. The, it's everywhere these days. Hashtag yeah. twenty twenty. This would be his hashtag. <laughs> that did feel like a weird subtle nod. They're like, this world isn't going to take place in twenty twenty, but it will have. Lots of hand sanitizer. Right. Well, it's one of those things where it's like now... Not a mask in sight, but... No. no. Um, it's one of those things where like hand sanitizer for the rest of my life, I will just think of this era. Well, not, you know. Right. You know, they do live in the suburbs, so... They'll be fine. But yeah. yeah I mean, exist out there. Well, I'm saying like, it's I know. realistic that they're not wearing masks. Wearing masks. <laughs> um, oh, so it did exist in this yeah. world. I like that. You hear that, burbs? We're coming for you. <laughs> uh, anyway. But Sam confronts Richie herself, and like we mm-hmm. said, it's like don't fuck with the daughter of a serial killer and just like really yeah. goes to town on <laughs> Stabs him a lot. Stab, stab. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we keep seeing moments of like Billy Loomis's reflection in the mirror yes. and he's like, hey, why don't you go steal that nail polish and other stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. what if he's only for like petty crimes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just like, like... You should like catfish them but like not for like a romantic reason. Just like fuck with them. <laughs> you should steal that cat from that woman, you know. Oh, give me that cat. But yeah, that's the movie. It's it like, ends and it's kind of like, all right, we did it a, again. It's a lot. Yeah. It's still a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had fun. Um, I had fun seeing it with y'all. I had fun seeing it in theaters. But like, I just didn't have any sort of uh, strong feelings about it. Um, I mm. appreciate the throwbacks. I appreciate the references. But at times for me, it just felt like yeah. I was just hitting it over the head. Um, um, what we didn't yeah. say was why the killers do it. We didn't. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, not important. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, it ties into what, what the, we were talking about the drama. earlier. Yeah. Well, it, it ties into what we were saying earlier about how like people, you know, view these franchises as like sacred and needing to be rescued or like changed. And so their thing is they're big fans of the Stab series, which at this point the eighth iteration apparently has just come out, and apparently right. it's like a disaster. Mm-hmm. There's like time travel. They say at one point. Yeah. Um, the, the you get a clip of it, and the killer is wearing like a cutoff shirt with like a silver version of the scream mask. It's kind of like Jason X when he's like yeah. the new mask oh. in space. Um, okay, I missed that. And there's even a moment where like she's uh, Richie's watching like a YouTube video, like like one of those like Cinema Sins videos, yeah. like critiquing. Oh the stab yeah, the kill eight. count videos. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. And they're or, like everything wrong with. Um, yeah. And <laughs> they even say like. Why they even just call it stab? It's like we know you're stab eight. Just call it stab eight, which like yeah, is yeah. what exactly what this movie does. Yeah, and I hate the title scream. Like I'm kind of I'm I'm when that moment came up, I was like, well, 
so you know it's stupid, <laughs> which I think is kind of the, it kind of becomes like a meta, like cheeky thing. Yeah. It's like we know we're like making reference to like yes. how like the new Halloween movies is called Halloween and the new Ghostbusters yeah. is called Ghostbusters, and like it's you're not it's even not, it's called Ghostbusters. I mean the 2016 one, oh. <laughs> but like they're not even trying to like be anything new. You're like this is like the this is a this is the franchise you love. It's even called Halloween. Yeah. Um, but I still just don't like the title. <laughs> like, yeah, I just call it Scream Five. But whatever. They even yeah. make a mention that Ryan Johnson directed the eighth one. Which oh, really? He also directed the eighth Star Wars, which people, people yeah, also hate. Yeah, so. That's funny. Ooh. That. Yeah. Um, but that's their whole reason for wanting to kill Sydney and Gale and take over the mantle because they're like, this will inevitably be turned into the next Stab, Stab movie. Nine, yeah. They'll probably reboot it. And we are such fans of the original and the series needs to be like taken back by the fans. I yeah. think is the phrase they use, which is exactly the type of language that people use online is yeah. like we're taking back whatever, which is you yeah. know, really stop. Uh, very like special, Snyder very fascistic language. You know, it's like very like ugh. Um, very stop the steal. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> stop the count. Um, and also there was the a bit stab. of slut shaming. I just want to point out because I was taken aback. There was a moment near the end of the movie when uh, Rich, Richie. Richie, Ricky? yeah. Ricky? Richie. Richie? Richie? Richie is right. Um, was, like, revealing <laughs> all of this stuff to Sam, and he was like, oh, and, you know, I I was able to get with you and have sex with you, but that wasn't hard, because you're a slut. And it was like, oh, no, it was like all these, like, modern women being <laughs> selfily, self, what? Sexually... Liberated. Um, confident and liberated are sluts and i was like what all right he was like fuck? he was like something like oh but that's liberation now or something like that like very that's women's like lib that's not what he said but that's very similar yeah. women's like, lib what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> 70s hello um, 70s talking points <laughs> yeah. uh, per- uh, lavender menace <laughs> for the le- for the um, old old lesbians out there the old for the old lesbians out there um this one's for you hon <laughs> this one's for you old lesbians <laughs> young ones cover your ears <laughs> um but that's that's that even is very like carrying on the legacy of like billy and Stu because their whole thing was like your mom was a slut flashing yes. bears all over town that's why my parents got divorced like yeah. so it's very much in keeping with like that but also mentality. like Billy, you slut. Like exactly, and, you and Richie, the child you slut. Out of wedlock. Yes. yes, and who's and Richie, you slut. He's with Amber. And who was slut? He's with Amber. Yes, oh. they kiss yeah. at one point. It's implied. Oh. And isn't she in high school? Yep. Yeah, and he's Same not, food, dude. Yeah, and he's not. Girl, go oh. take a nap Girl. with all this energy. Oh, Girl, <laughs> close the laptop. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think that's a really good motive and it like it really ties into like the idea that they established the themes of the movie right and it's i think it's also it's like a commentary and like a kind of like a like a warning bell to like current you know yeah film critique culture which like in the 90s it was very like tarantino and like you know references and we're gonna be aware of how things work but we're not gonna like necessarily i mean i wasn't there as a fully formed adult but like i don't think people were as like this is wrong or right yeah now it's Undoubtedly, that also yeah. it's because everything has to be a franchise now. Yeah. So that doesn't everything matter. is IP. Everything is IP. Yeah, we can't um, just let art be art. It has to just no. be murdered. Yep. Um, I like the references <laughs> to like in the early in the first scene. She mentions like elevated horror. She's mm. like, I don't watch the sad movies. Yeah. I watch like the Babadook and like mm-hmm. It Follows, Jordan Peele movies. I thought that was nice and like a nice little thing that the movies like to do. So I like that they were like tying. Also, in. very Gen Z like. Yes. Right. Being like hereditary. Yeah. 
I felt it. I felt it. Uh, this is pointed out to me by our friend Zach Powers, so I will definitely credit him when I post this Hi. on social media. Apparently in one of the scenes where you're seeing like a laptop screen, I'm guessing it's where he's watching the like people commenting on Stab 8. Um, there's a YouTube video. Uh, there's like a thumbnail and it says something about like, was like talking with the Woodsboro survivor or something like that. And it's a picture of Kirby from Scream 4. <gasps> She oh my lives God. in you, Bela. She's alive. <laughs> I well, remember how we were like she doesn't get a definitive like moment of like Death. dying. Yeah. yeah, she just gets like yeah. attacked, and you never see like them wheeling her out on a cart or like that like her coughing up like a definitive amount of blood. Yeah, you know. So like, and people, a lot of fans have talked about like she could still be alive. Like the fans love her, so like I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if she was, and I actually wouldn't hate that. Yeah, here totally for fine. it. Yeah, her. Oh my God, just. A whole bunch of women, queer women, just fucking it up in the Scream universe. I'm here for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Final women. Final, Final women. everywhere. Flowing like a river. Like a um, menstrual river. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think that's all I have. Well, my phone will inevitably, inevitably die soon. So. Okay. So let's wrap it up. So, so shut, been the fuck up. shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's been Halloweeners. Thanks for listening to our Scream episode. We had a good time Thanks. watching it, chucking you at it. Um, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Halloweeners Pod. My name is Cody. You can <gasps> find me on Twitter, Letterboxd, and Instagram at Cody Monster ninety one. You know what? My name is Kira. I just found out. You can find me on Instagram at HeyKira. Hey. Um, if you like the artwork that's on your screen, you can check out the artist. And they are Leah Patterson. And you can find them on Instagram at a tender witch, you silly bitch. Oh. <laughs> that's fun. That's fun. Well, and um, usually we credit our theme music composer here, but you can do it yourself. <gasps> I it's can. Right I don't want to. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, jeez. Ah! Um, thank you so much for, <laughs> for having me. Uh, it's always yes. fun to talk about these movies and talk about horror movies in general. So yeah. thanks for yeah. having me. It's always a pleasure. Um, and it was nice to go out. Yes. It was nice to go out. It really was. Really <laughs> Get was. out of the house. Fully um, masked and vaxxed. And yes. I record under the name Apre Pompeii. Uh, I had an album come out last year, and Ooh. the vinyl should be mm-hmm. finished soon. So if you haven't nice. ordered that yet, um, you can still pre-order it on my Bandcamp um, if you haven't gotten it. Plug your socials. Oh, yeah. At Pray Pompeii. <laughs> come on. A-P-R-E-S-P-O-M-P-E-I-I. <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram yes. and Spotify. Yes. Spotify. Listen. Do it. Listen to the song. <laughs> Um, this, was, this was what? a real treat, though. Do you know if, how they announced if they're going to do another one? They haven't, as far as I know, but the movie's doing really well right yeah. now. Like, even for, for a pandemic, it's, like, making a sensible amount of money. Which, trillions! Like, about, <laughs> trillions of dollars! The thing about horror movies is, like, they will always make money. Like, more reliably than anything yeah. else, they will make money. And they're cheap to make relatively like compared to like you know a superhero movie so like they can just pump them out so i'm yeah. i'm i would i would be shocked if this is the final screen movie ever so like yeah as long as you know corny and uh, never willing and able to come back i'm sure they will keep making them i thought that the these guys who made this they made ready or not also mm-hmm. i'm into what they're doing i yeah. think that they're solid um and they, they, a- they make really entertaining movies like ready or not also mm-hmm. is very solid yes i think they 
they did a good job picking up the mantle from West, yeah. which was clearly a, a heavy mm-hmm. burden. Mm-hmm. So yeah. good job. And the from all accounts, the fans seem to agree. So that's yeah. also important. Yeah, I'll definitely say like definitely the worlds seem consistent, which is I agree is nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're at oh. we're at ten percent. <laughs> All right, and my foot is falling asleep. So goodbye. <laughs> Take us away, Zach, on the keys. Oh.